do it sounded like a good idea at the time. The weekly podcast that is as unending as uh, the pandemic seems to be. But we're full of hope, right? (laughs) And positivity. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's a Monday. It's been a it's been a hard few weeks, but here we are soldiering through several months. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, you're not wrong, Uh, but we're here and I'm Caroline. And I'm Hannah. And we're so glad that you joined us today. Are you hearing the delay? It feels like you're hearing a delay. I'm not. I'm not hearing the delay. Oh, every time I stop talking, there's like a full second in between when you start talking. Oh, then you're hearing a delay. Well, no, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I am. I am absolutely not. Okay. Well, PSA, I do feel like my audio is a little bit off today. I will adjust it for next week, but hopefully you can bear with us. Um Super pumped because I was just reading on one of my fave Instagram accounts, De Moi, and oh, yes. it looks like um, even though you are not a huge fan of the show yet, as in uh, I'm not a fan seasons, at all. <laughs> sure, Caroline. Uh, until you decide that it's a good show to watch, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go um, ahead. Next season, it looks like they've cast um, Simone Ashley, who is in Sex you- Education, which I love. I will point out that you have not yet said the, what show it is. Oh, <laughs> Bridgerton season two. I didn't say this. No, because you slammed me immediately by saying I'm not a fan of it. And then oh, didn't sure. finish your well, sentence. I think at this point, people knew what I was saying. Sure. Um, Bridgerton season two, <laughs> which I think starts filming soon, has cast Simone Ashley in a lead role, according to sources in Dumois. And I am super pumped. I was actually really hoping they would cast um, a South Asian actress. And I'm really hoping she's Anthony's love interest. So... You cannot remark on that. Everyone else, please message me privately to celebrate. Uh, well, speaking of trash shows that probably not everybody okay. likes. Um, Millions I, of people disagree with you. I don't care. I don't care. Millions of people come after me. I give zero Fs oh, about good. your opinion. Um, good, good, good. <laughs> anyway, I watched a filth of a show this weekend in one city oh, sweet. yeah it okay. is uh, well okay yes i you know i stay up on saturday nights to cook so i watched oh, it all true. from like 10 p.m okay. to 5 a.m um it is called flack it's currently oh. it was a um pop tv which is what originally aired Shit's creek so a canadian broadcasting company that's it's the first season is now on prime there is a second season but it's not on prime yet uh so okay. flack f-l-a-c-k uh it stars anna paquin who i haven't seen oh. in anything in a really long time as yeah. a celebrity publicist but you know like we've seen i think a lot of like PR celebrity behind the scenes things, but they're always a little yeah. like, sweet, sweet. This one is like not, not. It is, um, I feel like it is truly what Hollywood must be like because it is, um, bold. That's funny because wasn't I just saying last week or something? I'm like dying for more like behind the scenes of Hollywood stuff. Yes. And this is it. This is your show. Okay. And they even say in the beginning, like the behind the scenes of Hollywood is sordid, salacious, whatever, just like this show. And so it is as okay, though they I'm are, into this. Yeah, it is really good. But I mean, be prepared. It's dark and whatever, but it's great. And Anna Paquin, it was is it really funny good to see or her. No? 
Mm, I mean, maybe there are some funny parts. It's not really. Okay, but it's, it's like a serious show. Yes. It, I was trying to to do my best to um, categorize it. And it's it's like a drama, maybe with some dark comedy in it. Um, okay. I'm looking I, at it on IMDb. Oh, so there's two seasons, but you said only seasons. one is on Amazon. Correct. I think the other one's okay. coming out soon because it they are currently filming or about to film their third season. So okay. um, anyway, I, I I would encourage you to check it out. It's good. It is just a different kind of show. The first six actors named are all women, so that's cool. Yes, yes. Oh, it Daniel is a, Day Kim is in it. Have, so he is he was he did, did you see him or is he in season two? Uh, I don't think I've seen him yet. Hang on, I don't. I can't picture his face. Hang on, I'm he was you. in Lost. Oh yeah, I do know who that is. I he was not in the first episode or okay, the first so he season. Must be in the second season. All right, well, yeah. I'm going to check this out. That looks very intriguing. Yeah, there, it is do you remember dark. that show? Um, years ago that Courtney Cox did before she did Cougar Town. It was very lipstick, serious. Lipstick Jungle? No. no, she didn't do Lipstick Jungle. Um, it oh, was the yeah. one where she was a magazine editor. Yes. That's what I pictured like when I said that. Lipstick Jungle, but I can't remember it's the name of the color. something like that. Well, mm-hmm. I'm on IMDb. I might as well just look it up. But it was like that. Like It was very dark and serious and like a very different turn for her. And I was kind of into it. It was on FX, I believe. But oh, okay. I, it got canceled after two seasons. Well, it reminds me a little bit of um, Unreal on Lifetime, if anybody has watched that, uh, which is created by someone who used to work on The Bachelor. Uh, and it's like a behind the scenes of The Bachelor and it's super dark. This is like a little less twisted than that because the main character is a little less twisted. But um, it was just really great to see Anna Paquin in something. And she's a badass in it. Okay, I'm going to write that down. The show I was talking about is called Dirt. Yes. Um, that was back in 2007, 2008. But this other one, Unreal, I've been seeing that everywhere too. So should I watch that one too? Which one? Oh, Unreal. Unreal yes, it that is, you're it, talking about? I have only watched the first season of that and it made me feel bad. But <laughs> because the difference is... Really? It, I'll tell you what the difference is. On yeah. Flack... It's a publicist trying to fix things that her celebrities and clients have already done that's bad. And sometimes they make shady decisions. And SMG has talked to us a lot about this of like they'll sell one secret to hide another. So you see that play out. Oh, yes. But Unreal, it's the producers trying to get storylines for a Bachelor type show. And it made me feel bad because they're definitely more manipulative of real people to try to create hmm. shows and it just made me feel bad. Okay. Won a Peabody Award. What That's did? interesting. Uh, Unreal. Oh. Unreal. Huh. Oh, sorry. Unreal. Yes. Um, Sherry Appleby's in it. I like her. Yes, okay. I I'm like going to check that out too. I'm very curious. It, it, I would recommend watching it. I just couldn't. I when, it, when the first season ended, I was not interested in continuing the second. Okay. Interesting. Well, I'll be curious to see how I feel about that. Um, but yeah, okay, that's what we've been up to uh, entertainment-wise, I guess. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm very interested in Flack, the fact that you did all of it in one sitting. Yeah. Imagine if I told you to do that. I would never. I would literally Imagine if never I was like, that. oh, like if I'm the one who found the show. <laughs> <laughs> no. And you know what? I'm drunk on that power right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, can, you I can tell. Um, you, know what I, you know what I need to do? I need to go and like whisper in your phone, like Bridgerton. 
Bridgerton and stuff like that. So it keeps popping up for you. But whatever I'm saying, whatever the next thing I want you to do is, like the next thing I want you to read or watch, I need to make it pop up for you. As if you will independently find something to recommend to me. That's true. (laughs) That's true. I never do. (laughs) I will say you haven't finished The Boys yet, and that is really killing me. That one I could not. I'm like, meh. I'm not Ugh. dying to find out what happens. Like, oh man, see, I don't know. I know, I know. I feel, I feel currently how you feel about me. Well, that can't be true. I feel a lot more strongly towards you in, <laughs> that, that in a negative way. Negative. Okay, Perfect. <laughs> in the negative way regarding Bridgerton. Okay. Only. Well, can I um, tell on myself today? Certainly. Okay. Love cool. when you do that. Yeah, as, <laughs> I hope that you feel terrible after you hear me tell on myself. Um, okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. It's a so good as, chance. as you are thinking negative about uh, negatively about me, don't worry. I'm already feeling negatively about myself. So there we are. Okay. Um. You know, I have been priding myself a lot on. Uh, the work that I have done in a sense of allyship for the black community and people of color. And I have truly been like smug about it. If I, if I'm honest. So, uh, Saturday, I took the girls to, um, an indoor gym here that does private play sessions. So okay. we were there and, um, there was one staff member. They played for an hour. It was great. And then when we were leaving, he said, um, I have coloring sheets for you girls. Would you like them? Now he is black and he had printed out all of these um, Black History Month pictures. So there was like Gabby, oh, cool. Gabby Douglas, Rosa Parks, like all of these heroes of the black community. So he's like, these are for Black History Month. And Nora Beth is like, what's Black History Month? And I wanted to crawl under a rock because I'm like, for all of the work that I have done to like oh, feel like yes. promoting, like yes. a huge miss on my part that it was uh, February 13th and it had not even occurred to me to talk to them about Black History Month. And then I felt like I was like overcompensating, trying to be like, haha, remember all the conversations we've been having? <laughs> like, <laughs> remember if I only let you watch Black is King right now? <laughs> right. Well, and he was like, oh, you'll have to ask your mom and dad, which I thought was like great on his part to put the onus back on us to uh-huh. do the work. But I was like, oh, no, we always talk about uh, doing things for black people. But it all felt like so performative. We always talk about you. Right. It's like there was no way for you to... No. And he... I mean, good for him. Good for him. He's fantastic. Very good for him. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Rock, like, I bow down. But I... um, I felt like... Uh, shit. Yes, I felt like shit. And I have not stopped thinking about like what a miss that was. Um, and I just needed to come on here and tell it myself. Okay. Well, you know what? Good for you for thinking like the, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's really cool that someone else, cause it is, it is, it, it is a, um, a village job. Yeah. So maybe what you needed was someone else, because, you know, honestly, you might have, you could have mentioned it to the girls, but all they hear is us talking to them all the time. So they would have forgotten. <laughs> that's anyway. true. But, but I'm like, really, um, could you, if, did, you, if you don't know something, Nora Beth, next time, whisper it to me later. Don't make me look like I don't she care is about. She's never <laughs> not going to narc you out. That like, is she so is true. Easily that kid. Man, like, she did on Zoom the other day. I told you this, but yes, like, our, yes. Ho- our house was silent because it was just me in her home. And, um, 
or she and I, whatever. It was just her home. Okay. Anyway, it was just her home. And she, yeah, she was doing Zoom downstairs and somebody else's background was really loud. And her teacher kept being like, okay, if your background's loud, mute yourself. And then I was doing my makeup in our bathroom and I dropped a mascara and she unmuted herself to say, I'm so sorry. My background is so loud. And I'm like, you need to like <laughs> chill She's out. She's a savage. Like, for on, sure. On behalf of the entire human race, could you just chill out? Right. Um, she will never chill out. She's not <laughs> She's, she's not, not what we say, how we say loyal, whereas <laughs> Nalan is very loyal. He would That's never true. sell me out. That's so, true. Anyway, this if you is, haven't talked to your kids, is, uh, I will. I will die on that hill. He he has my back. Nora Beth is a savage. Hopefully, you get at least one out of that bunch that will have your back. Yeah, so far, I don't know. Anna Blair is my best bet, but um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I think she's the one. Let's just forget Nora Beth is a lost cause. Anna Blair yeah. is a very good chance for you. Yeah. Okay, that's where I'm putting all my money. Okay, she's my new favorite. But I mean, not yes. that she wasn't my favorite before. Wow, I'm sounding terrible. But if you have also well, not I don't know <laughs> if the terrible part there was that she's like the favorite is identified as one. I think it's more like having favorites is <laughs> okay. the terrible part. Well, but you know. Great. <laughs> okay, well I'm gonna parent how I parent, you parent how you parent. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a vote on our kids later and see who's most popular. So Yes. <sighs> good call. Anyway, take my <laughs> take my miss uh under your wing. And if you haven't spoken to your children about Black History Month, please be sure to do that you still have time you always have time you'll never run yes. out of time because the black community deserves more than a single month to celebrate all that they've done um so there. yeah well said well said um and good call for bringing that up because it it, it, it will I, I think encourage a lot of conversations even more on my part too like <laughs> So. Well, I wish that somebody had been recording me try to act like this is something we talk about all the time in front of Mr. Rock, trying to like keep it cool. And I sure <laughs> was. Like, meanwhile, like Jane Ellis would not even look at him. She was so terrified of him generally. And I'm like, this has nothing to do with the fact that I haven't spoken about about Black History Month. Like, you know what, sir? She doesn't see others. Ever, <laughs> she doesn't so see don't them. worry. It's not you. It's your mask. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, she's been inside the house for a year. So don't. <laughs> It's not you, but this is not a good look for me. Yeah, she was just also not in her best place anyway. So it was a miss all the way around. We had an excellent hour and then eh, things fell apart. But there we are. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, we learned something. We all learned something. <laughs> I do it for you, podcasters. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to bring up early on? No, that, that is, that's all. Yeah, I can't, I don't have any, I haven't done anything worthy of <laughs> uh, now i was trying to think <laughs> oh 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 i do have news okay oh one thing that i do want to bring up i was about to say that celebrities didn't do anything this weekend but um megan and harry announced that they're having another baby oh right yeah which is really exciting. Um, she was, she shared about her miscarriage, uh, between these two yes. babies. Uh, but I did roll my eyes a little bit because as you know, now I am, um, on whatever SMG tells us, which makes me not like them as much anymore. Not them, mm -hmm. uh, Harry and Megan, but somebody pointed out that Diana also announced that she was pregnant with Harry on Valentine's Day, just like they did. And I was Interesting. like, oh, okay, like on one hand, very sweet. On the other, try hard much. So. That's all I had to say about I that. I wonder if this baby is... I didn't read. I know there's like a description of why their foundation or whatever is called Archwell. But mm. I wonder if this baby is going to be called something with well in it. Ooh, I bet you're right. 
I'll put like, money on it. Like Wells. Wells. <laughs> That's, it could be. It's not. It doesn't go with Archie, though. No, Wells. it sure doesn't. Like, but I don't think they like, care about that. No, they probably don't care about that. Anyway. Um, or maybe something with Well in the second part, like Chadwell. No. Is that a thing? Uh, you know what? If uh, Megan and Harry, if you're listening and need some, some big name ideas, uh, Hannah's your girl because she is ripe with them tonight. I am on it. <laughs> and I definitely was thinking of Chadwick Boseman. So, okay, that's well, fine. Uh, anyway, so that's that. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> don't come to me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what? I could have told you that. Skip going to Hannah, just figure something <laughs> else out. <laughs> exactly. Go with whatever you've already got planned. <laughs> will be better and more publicity grabbing than my thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We know you're thirsty. Go for the thing that'll get you the headline. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's all I've got this week. Yeah, me too. Low key um, week of surviving the pandemic. So we will take a quick break and be back. Okay. We are Perfect. back. Oh. Ugh. we are back and during our break i yelled at my kids uh which is Mm -hmm. the perfect way to kick off this episode that we've been talking about for like three weeks now on rage that was introduced to us or suggested to us by our listener friend mallory um and okay, I to do research, lol. I never do research. Mm, for, sure, for this <laughs> you should uh, use a different word, really. <laughs> okay, so when I googled this episode, I right. I googled motherhood rage. Um, okay. And I was truly shocked at the number of articles that were have been written about the the pent up rage that moms feel and Interesting. Mallory and I were talking about it via DM on Instagram about um yelling at our kids or just the anger that we feel and it's not even necessarily about them but there's just this like I don't know if you feel it maybe you don't maybe that's just those of us who aren't you um mm-hmm. it's like there are times that i am so fine everything's great everything's great and then in a second i feel like i have lost it um and yeah. it tends to be directed at the kids whether it's their fault or not okay so i don't know if you um experience this the way that uh-huh. i do but i read a new york times uh, i guess it was an op-ed um whose headline was, I am going to physically explode mom rage in a pandemic. And I was like, Mm, "Mm." there it is. There it is. I feel seen. Okay. So basically it talks about like, I think every mom feels this pent up, even in best case scenario, like I'm juggling so much. We talk about mental load all the time, but I have felt so frayed, especially the last like month, three weeks where it's like, All of it feels like too much, but the only possible way to express it is like unrestrained anger. (laughs) And yeah, exactly. Because there is no, there is no solution. And And crying isn't even as cathartic to me. It's it's just this rage. And um, mom rage is a term for unrestrained anger that women experience during pregnancy, postpartum and beyond, which is, you know, nice and encouraging. So just... 
out as always. a mother. Yeah. Like, why, <laughs> why are we doing this? Walking into our best selves in motherhood. Um, right, exactly. But the social, social isolation, lack of support, and high levels of anxiety and stress has become the new normal of being a mom during the pandemic. And I'm like, well, that well, sucks. That sounds exciting. Uh, just one that's, more thing. That's like that article. I, I think you talked about this last week, or um, I think you've talked about this on the podcast. I don't, maybe just to me, but someone posted um, that like an article from the New Yorker magazine, and then you was shared with you, and you were like, at this point. At this point, I like even reading this kind of thing is like it, it was about women um, suffering the most, mm-hmm. Not, but like women feeling the brunt of like women are the ones losing their jobs more and losing work. And you were like, at this point, this is like not even cathartic to read. About. Yeah. Yes. 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 So because I'm, yeah, I'm there's gonna- no solution. I'm in a local career moms group and yeah, it was, it was, I'm sure a great article, but I think I can't oh, for remember. sure. Yeah. I think it was like New York magazine. It's somebody had made their entire issue all about the struggles that women are facing, particularly working parents. And I'm like, this is neat. This is great, but I don't need acknowledgement anymore. It's good that we are all understanding, but also like, I don't know that at this point we're unsure like there i don't know that right now working parents are i don't know i don't yeah, know do you think that they, do, you, do you feel not seen as a working parent anymore no my you tell problem, me. my problem is i feel very seen with no solution and being, right. being acknowledged doesn't provide any relief and honestly how i feel and i felt this way uh when during our first miscarriage and infertility I want a second to feel unique in my struggle rather than feel like, oh, this is a common thing that everyone shares together. Like right. there's something hopeful about everybody being in it together. But at the same time, it almost minimizes each of our own trials, you know, where it's like, no, this is just like everybody else. And unfortunately, what it breeds and again, fertility message boards are the same way. Everybody wanting to flex why they yes. have the most unique s- scenario. And I'm like, I don't... And why they're the worst. Yeah. Like, first of all, I don't want to compare to anybody else, even though I innately do, just we all do. And I certainly sure. don't want to read about somebody whose situation is worse than mine because it doesn't give me perspective. It just makes me feel shitty for feeling bad about my perspective. Right. You know? right. Like, like, well, and I shouldn't even be feeling this way. I should be grateful right. I have this. It is and, like that empathy fatigue that I think that we've yeah. talked about before where it's like, I, I don't know. I just want to feel alone in it for a second because right. I don't, I don't know. But also I want solutions. And unfortunately for me and s- seemingly lots of moms right now that, gr- I don't know, I don't know if it's grief or fear or what it is. It's coming out for me and feeling angry a lot. But every single day I put pressure on myself to not show that emotion. And so mm-hmm. every day I'm like, this is going to be the day I don't yell. This is going to be the day that I don't whatever. And I truly will feel great. And then like tonight, the girl, we've had a great day today, but then my dog who's been inside for days because it's rained for days, ate eight sticks of butter and promptly threw it up all over my brand new rug. And I, and like, I didn't, I couldn't get mad at him. I mean, I live mad at him, but like suddenly, (laughs) suddenly I felt like I was just snapping at the girls for everything. And it's like, they were just trying to ask me questions and they were excited to show me stuff while I was trying to 
clean up butter puke. And I was just, I just felt oh. so angry. Um, and then like, you know what I mean? I just, once, once that boils over, I don't quite know how to bring it back in, in a way that doesn't involve letting a lot of anger out. Do you experience that at all? Um, I do. Um, I do, but I think I have given up in a certain way. Like I think I've, I've given up on feeling some sort of unrealistic expectation for myself Mm -hmm. that I am not allowed to get upset. I mean, I still have like boundaries and how I'll speak to the kids. And if I feel like I've been inappropriate, Mm -hmm. I will apologize. But for the most part, I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I'm being inappropriate with them. Like, cause right. I don't feel like it's real life to not ever like get on to kids. Um, I'm not talking about like an abusive way or anything, sure. but like, no, they're, it's they're inappropriate not to, to physically like, <laughs> right. To, <laughs> to completely just yell at your kids and have no holds barred. Um, that is not what I'm referring to, to be clear, but like, you know, that's not how life works and it's not going to help them at all. If like, I just coddle them forever. So like to me, to me, I, what I have done is just completely ignored like every parenting Instagram thing that I do because I'm like, I can't, I can't do anything better than I'm doing at this point. I can't feed them better. I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't parent any differently. And those accounts are full of people who are very knowledgeable and they have a lot of education and I respect that a lot. I'm also not changing anything, not right right now. And honestly, probably not ever because my kids are very well adjusted for the most part. Like if they lose it or if like they're unrecoverable, it's because they're like exhausted and that's, we're all exhausted. So whatever, I get that. And I do, if they're exhausted, I try and give them way more leeway, but I don't know. I'm just, I have released all expectations. Like my anger, I feel like doesn't usually get directed them. I'm less patient with them as far as like, wanting to participate in stuff with them like mm-hmm. yeah that's Legos where I, and I have felt and all. I've felt it that way when they it, when I'm feeling stressed about lots of other things and then they're like I thought you were going to play with me I thought we were going to play and they all want to play different things and I'm like you can't see that I don't have any more bandwidth or that right. I feel guilty that I can't I don't I can't or I'm not going to which only makes me feel worse and so it's not even like I'm mad at them but like I've heard myself like go into another room and just be like oh and then I hear Jane Ellis do that and I'm like ah like ah I'm uh, right. all, and yeah, do, just, yes, like, yes. all of these things and I'm like right this all feels a little bit out of control but well, it's not I don't know Luckily for me, my kids have very low expectations for me regarding how much I participate in things. So you have set yourself up for failure. And my best advice is don't be the fun parent. I don't know how many times I have to tell you being the fun parent is overrated. And my other thing is just give them more screen time. I'm over it. Yes. Well, (laughs) we can break them of it after because it's like we all need a break. That's literally the only way to get a break right now. And the pandemic stress is worse right now because it's the winter. Uh, We don't have the holidays to look forward to, which, you know, are not the same for everyone, but a lot of people will look forward to the holidays. This is that time of year that's like days are still short. They're getting longer, but it's like not great weather. I mean, for us, it's just been gray and rainy for what feels like years. Yes. And 
just moist and wet and cold enough to be like so frustrating, but not completely like you don't really have to bundle up. So you never feel like you're dressed right. Right. It doesn't it's never going like, to snow. It, like right. it's not fun. No, and it doesn't so, feel cozy. It feels no. in- inconvenient. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's just a sucky time of year. So I'm just, this is just not the time. This is not the time for any expectations. Like well, the best thing I can do for my whole family is to work out every day. That's yes. It. Okay. Well, so I was going to bring that up. You know, I ha- I hate talking about self care. I just I still don't like it. Yes. Because it yeah. feels like one more obligation to do. Yep. Yeah. I was talking to somebody. I don't even remember who. So if it was you and I'm and you're listening and I'm not talking saying your name, I'm sorry. But I was talking about you know the general concept, and we've seen the memes on Instagram that are like taking a shower with the door shut is not self-care going to the grocery right. store without kids is not self-care but i mean you know that i've fallen into the peloton cult and those rides mm-hmm. are really life-giving to me but in order to do that i'm sacrificing something else or i'm trying to get it done while my kids are awake because the upside of the endorphins helps me throughout the afternoon but they want to be in my space while i'm doing that like our um bike is in a playroom so they will be playing on the floor, which is all nice until they start fighting. So like over my music, I'm like, stop it, stop it. You know, like don't right. Or they're trying to like show me something that they're doing, even if they're in the other room watching TV. So they're trying to yell to tell me something. I'm like, I can't hear you. Like, I, it, it's so like, this is not the full extent of care. <laughs> but right. um, one of the things that this New York Times article talks about, and I do really like it, is they talk to an expert. I don't know, somebody, I haven't read enough, enough of it by word by word, but he says, or she, I'm going to say it's a she because it's something good, says, um, (laughs) (laughs) rage doesn't dissipate until it feels heard, which I think is probably true for every emotion. But I do really like that, that rage isn't necessarily something that I can like force down like I can literally every other emotion that I feel, but it's like, it will just grow until it has an outlet. Yeah, that's very true. And I think it's helped me a lot to just weed out like what I take in because Mm -hmm. otherwise you're just getting bombarded by expectation, expectation. And then the place you go to for the one amount of escape you can do, which is Instagram, you're seeing like, well, everyone says I should be doing this with my kids and says that I should be doing this for myself and I should be doing this. Like, it's just not... It might be helping you. And if it is helping you, continue to do it. But un- but figure out if it is. And if it's not, just block, like mute those accounts for now. It's not mm-hmm. personal, you know, like I know that like sometimes blocking accounts or unfollowing people feels like so rude to me, like especially if they like seem like lovely accounts, but it's just like detrimental for me, like nutrition stuff for kids. Yes. I'm like, oh, this was like such an insult, but like I can't look at this right now for my own self. I had to do that like, with a bunch of fitness accounts a while ago. Oh, where I'm totally. Like, I've definitely done that with those. Yeah, it's not helpful. They, again, more power to them. And if it helps for you, that's great. But for me, there's only like a few, like Jordan Saya and maybe one to two other... And the X might just be Jordan Saya fitness accounts that I oh, even yeah. follow. Oh, yeah. I think I just followed Jordan and then um, my favorite Peloton instructors, of course. But... um Yeah, I think those are the only ones. But one of the things, if you also struggle with this, rage feels too strong to me, but I'm sure it's the proper word because I don't know what else I would categorize it as, but I don't walk around feeling angry all the time, but it certainly surfaces as yelling or lack of patience or whatever. Um, 
but one of the quotes here is that rage is not a useless emotion. It's a fierce. Oh, clear- yeah, it's a. They describe it as um, they, the expert, as a fierce clarity and untapped fuel. And when we push it away, oh. we can't learn from it. Um, okay. And that there's so much guilt that we feel to ourselves and inner disappointment that we have these types of feelings at this intensity, especially toward our children. But that's not the case. Um, but it, you will like this that they talk about connecting with other women who are having the same feeling creates an initial and immediate relief. And I think nice. that's one of those things that maybe it's the novelty of being seen for the first time. Like the first article that was like, Hey, women are struggling in the pandemic. It was like, thank you. Then after right. that, you're kind of like, I don't need people to keep reminding me of it. But I think, yeah, I mean, just as a quick side note, I, I got a news alert pop up on my phone this week. That was like the, an article titled with the byline like if your kids in daycare what should your socializing look like and i'm like oh uh we no no it's been a year like put this out you know august maybe yeah (laughs) like this is not getting a single click we're all done like we've essentially decided Mm -hmm. what we're doing we don't need to see more on it this is it like it's 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 really hard to fight the apathy at this long drawn out point. So like I don't need someone else to tell me who I should see and who I should not see. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. It's just it's just at certain times it's like these this stuff isn't new information and it's just very tiring to take in. Yeah, completely. Um but I think that you have a great viewpoint that um, you know, you set aside the things that like you just don't care about anymore and refuse to get upset right. about it. Because for well, me, and as you know, I drink a lot. So, oh, that's true. Not during the week, though. <laughs> Good for you. Unless you gave that up after a week. <laughs> um, well, you did ask me on last Wednesday to have wine with you because you yes. didn't want to drink alone. So that felt like a lot of pressure. And I gave in, obviously. <laughs> well, I didn't want to experience my rage alone with a bottle of wine. So thanks. <laughs> and what am I going to do? Leave you alone with a bottle of wine and rage? No, it's called being I, I a good give, person. I give and I give. Um, that's <laughs> exactly. That's 100% true. And then the next day I was like, why do I feel so nauseous? But I, I mean, we didn't drink that much, but I I did feel really nauseous. But anyway, uh, unrelated. I was going to say something else about anger. Oh, what I was going to say is the things that I choose to ignore become my biggest triggers when I'm in a state of heightened feeling. So like... Interesting. You can't let it go. No, I can for a while. And then suddenly I can't. And I am like manic and angry about it. Like, I will leave... Go ahead. No, you asked me that question. Well, I was going to say, do you think that's because once you get to that point, your mind on a subconscious level is like grasping for whatever control it thinks is there. And then like in your mind, it's like, well, if I hadn't ignored this other thing, then I wouldn't be at this level of out of control at this point. By out of control, I don't mean of yourself. I mean like of the situation. Like your house is a mess and there's dog throw up on the floor and (laughs) da-da-da. Yeah. Oh, 100%. That's it. And it's looking for some kind of instant gratification. So like, you know, and probably everyone who's ever listened knows that laundry is just something that like I just let go. We always have laundry in our chair. I try to make it a new load before our speech therapist comes every Wednesday. when Allison stopped coming on Tuesdays, it got pushed to Wednesday because I was always trying to change the load for her. But right. um, I like will not care that that's out until suddenly everything feels like it's going crazy. I feel behind on a work deadline. I feel like I'm not yeah. hitting my mark. And then I look at that chair and I 
go crazy. You know what I mean? Like not actually yep. like throwing a fit, but internally I'm like, I it just pushes you over it. the edge. Yes. Like if that wasn't there and it's like laundry is so monotonous and like somewhat easy that it feels like it should be the thing that's always taken care of, yes. but it's never taken care of. Like, right. You just can't get ahead on laundry well, if you great, have kids. It's the great equalizer too, because it's not uh, something yeah. that I could be like, well, if I stayed home, it wouldn't be this much of a problem. And it's like, no, it would be a problem no matter what. So <laughs> right. Like we all have rate. laundry pile up. And um, I think for me, it's a little easier because I dump it in my bedroom. So oh, it's yeah. like out of sight, out of mind. And then I get like to like, I have like 8 PM. If I walk in, I'm just like, Oh no. <laughs> it all comes rushing, but at least it's after bedtime. We have a two a two stage approach because it, it sits in the chair to be folded and then it doesn't get put away and then we move it into our bedroom and set it in stacks on the floor. So it ends up in our room not put away, but then that <laughs> that equally stresses me out because I'll be like, Oh look, the chair's empty and then I'll go in our room and I'm like, Why can't this be a sanctuary? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I read something a long time ago that was like you should really say save your bedroom for only like sex and rest because <laughs> well, like well, well, well. it might none of it but i i was like oh that at the time and it is in the perfect world good advice because basically that's saying like when you cross that threshold like you're coming into like a different mindset like you can relax and stuff like that and I, so for a while i tried to like fold stuff like in the laundry room because i'm like this is good like because otherwise it, you will not Oh, and they were like, don't bring your laptop in, you know? Oh, right, right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But like, um, so they're like all these things, you know, this is not the room where you're doing work at night. This is not the room where you're like on your phone, blah, blah, blah. But like, whatever, I don't remotely do care about that now. But in a perfect world, you know, this would be the sanctuary and you know, one day maybe. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's how I feel. And David also like shares my whatever, we'll just throw it somewhere mentality. So then like, even though I do the exact same thing, I'm just very mad at him. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, the the whatever attitude is the most frustrating thing when someone else does it. Yes. I'm like, we cannot both be this way and I'm carrying everything else. So I'm going to need you to carry something. Exactly. I'm like, I was whatever about the dishes. You are not allowed to be whatever about the dishes because I will end up cleaning them regardless. Like, like if I'm whatever about something, it's because I know that eventually I will have to deal with it. That's Mm -hmm. like what I always tell Bassan. Like, I'm like, if I'm leaving dishes in the dish in the sink, I know that eventually that's my, like, I will be cleaning that up. Yes. You're procrastinating for yourself. (laughs) Right. Exactly. If you leave them in the sink, it's disrespectful. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, you know, I think I told you this, that like my mom used to always say like, did you just leave that here? Because you knew I'd come along behind you and clean it up. And I was like, no, literally that never crossed my mind. But now I feel myself saying that to like my family and I'm like, did you just not touch that because you knew exactly that I would it do feels it? so personal, even though it isn't. Yeah, but it's like, how that is so funny you, the perspective of like your mom saying it and like, you know, kids aren't thinking about anyone other than themselves. So like, what do they care? But we're just like, you have offended me. I am angry. <laughs> like, it just feels like such a slap in the face when like Poussin or the kids do it. I'm like, just how dare you? You are going to be, people are going to think I'm horrible. I have spoiled you. Put your dishes away. It's literally do anything to get out of my sight and help me out but right that's a real spiral point for me as well actually i mean i've let it go at this point too again i have let it all go like it's just not great around here well you are I mean, so much is, better about that than I am. wise but 
other than that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you got to take your wins where you can take them. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly. where it is. But you I would can't, be, you cannot win it all at this point. You feel like you have to pick one thing and like working out regularly is drastically reducing my anxiety. So <laughs> that's good. That's great. That's, that's, that's the win. I'm like, okay, well, everything else will come with time. Yeah. With I, more vaccines. <laughs> yes. Well, and I feel like anger or rage is a more productive emotion for me because I channel it somehow. Like I refuse to feel sad like ever because I'm like, what am I going to do? Just, just sit it's here. It's very healthy. Yeah. No, <laughs> totally healthy. But um, <laughs> meanwhile, my, while my insides are dying, I uh, refuse to feel it because I'm like, what am I just going to sit here and feel sad? At least with rage, I like do something, <laughs> you know, like, cause I so, have but to. You, you channel your rage. Whereas I'm like, this is debilitating. I refuse <laughs> oh. to do anything. I'm extremely angry. That's funny. <laughs> like, well, I, I think because of my, well, it's not just my Enneagram, but like that kind of, I feel worth when I feel achievement. Like I think I seek out adrenaline sometimes and rage is that. So I'm like, true, true. I will use this, but like sadness feels like a down, literally a downer where I'm like, mm, I just might not ever move again. So not gonna, not going there. <laughs> I won't be checking that, but I won't be doing that emotion today. <laughs> no, I'm either happy or fine or angry. There are those are the only three that exist for me. Right, right. Well, so we're all we got great. We're really stable, <laughs> emotionally well rounded, right here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I am totally fine with being sad, and um, I also. I'm feeling my sad of seasonal affective disorder creeping oh in. So Are we going I'm there? fine with just, I'm fine. You know what? I, this is legitimate and I'm fine with sitting with it. And I will Ugh. speak up for those of us who you refuse to recognize. Yeah. Those with a fake disorder, but whatever. It isn't fake when it puts me in a bad mood. Is it? Yeah, I haven't seen the sun in months. <laughs> but if you just choose to not feel that, that's it. okay. Okay. That's where it is. <laughs> So rich. That is so rich. Okay. Let's rewind 20 minutes and I will just cut you off at the beginning with that advice. And also that is the main difference between you and I. There are certain things. So good news. We're all screwed because there are certain things that you could just decide not to feel. Seasonal affective disorder is not one of them for me. You know what? That is true. I get so mad at sermons that are like, just release anxiety, release depression. And I'm like, people can't. That's that's a clinical diagnosis. That's a clinical diagnosis. And you know what? So is is sad. You can Instagram for sure. No, that's an Instagram disorder. (laughs) And I I refute it. Like, what? get it out of my face. (laughs) Turn on some lights. They're stupid. Okay, well, I obviously haven't ordered my special sunlight. Light, so. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to minimize your pain. I really am sorry. <laughs> Trying to get them covered by FSA because of medical. So. <laughs> so dumb. But good. I'm glad that the sun is going to come out for you soon. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We'll see if it works. I'm not, I'm not feeling positive. Honestly, I have a bad case, but whatever. Continue to deal with your rage. I'm over here just chilling with <laughs> yeah, well, I'm well, Now I'm about to get madder thinking about you complaining about some <laughs> fake thing. Munchausen's over there. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to participate in this. <laughs> yeah. You're sitting over there like, I don't get mad, but have you heard about seasonal effectiveness disorder? <laughs> Oh, no. man. Well, 
what a roller coaster ride. Well, thanks, Mallory. This has been a really, really cathartic episode. I'm feeling so much better. <laughs> yeah. We are also not upset with each other at all from the start of this. <laughs> well, I do still want to start that segment called What Are We Fighting About This Week? Because that's true. No doubt there's usually more than one thing. Typically, Actually, it's all the, that's a great idea. Yeah, hanging no, out with that'll other be, people. That'll be our, that'll, this, this will be the start of that segment. This whole episode. <laughs> that that's it. That this is what we're Starting fighting about. Starting with Bridgerton and yeah. your hurtful comments about how I don't come up with anything, which while true, are very upsetting. <laughs> well, okay, I will also apologize publicly because you did send a screenshot from Demois talking about Bridgerton season two, and I sent back. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this filth at the exact same time that you said they cast a South Asian baby. No, 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 no. You said, you said this is filth. Okay, sure. Uh, so that's whatever. a little different at this. At, and the way it reads in our text is me saying, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. There's a South Asian actri- actress. And then your text comes through saying, this is filth. So yeah, everyone. <laughs> no, I said, we don't Caroline. Want, I said, we don't want your filth here, which definitely oh, sounded right. <laughs> is way worse. very pointed, but I was referring specifically to the screenshot that you sent because I don't care about Bridgerton season two and the soft porn. I don't care, but right. I do and want again, to say you're the great. one missing out here. <laughs> well, I greatly respect that actress uh, and the casting decision. And I even told you, imagine if Maya were that pretty when she was older. So, yeah, which was rude because she will be way prettier than that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> OK, so now this actress is garbage also. So also, <laughs> also, um, again, not everyone has to like it to appreciate the representation is important. And that that's is where just you said. fall. So no, I'm just that's saying what I just said. I'm not super angry about it. It's fine. No, I think it's great. It's great. Okay, that's now you're just sounding like how I assume you sounded to Mr. Rock or whatever when yeah. he was educating your children for no, you girl, on the a, importance girl. of racial history. It's our favorite month of the year. Remember, we celebrate it 12 months out of the year, which is why you haven't heard me talk about it yet. Right. In February. I, don't, I don't think it should be just one month, sir. That's, <laughs> that's why they don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I mean, all of it was just so overdone because Hannah Blair wanted a Rosa Parks um, coloring sheet. And I was like, she was awesome. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, I just sounded so white. I'm like, she was the bravest woman. And I'm like, oh, shut up. Oh, my gosh. That guy's like... I'm regretting. Like, she's a hundred percent. Nothing racist. is nothing is worth it. Yeah, he's like she's she, voted for Trump. For yeah, exactly. She's trying to make America great again. Get out of here. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's incredible. I love that story. Okay. Well, yet so, again, this episode has done nothing to calm my rage. Oh, good. <laughs> Hopefully, we get. Um, some helpful feedback for you for next time about letting go of your feelings. Like I am doing. Also agree that people who claim to be in bad moods because of the winter, like, I don't know. Let's, let's talk trash about it. Let's gossip about it. My bad mood is very real. I assure you. Well, yeah, I know that. (laughs) That that I'm not questioning. (laughs) I'm feeling extremely disrespected. I'm seeing you. This is me acknowledging. Yeah. I see your bad mood. Now are you feeling better? I don't feel acknowledged at all. Um, (laughs) given your blatant disrespect of my suffering. Okay. Well, I'm going to text it with a few exclamation points and see if it reads differently than it sounds. (laughs) I'm seeing you. That would just sound like you're stalking me outside of my house. 
<laughs> well, who says I don't do that either? I it's don't know. all it's all rough. Yeah, as if you have the time for that. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, we will be back here next week. Less angry, more unified, maybe. Will we? Mm, hard to say. <laughs> I'm liking the new segment idea, so we will see. <laughs> we always have content for that, idiot. Yes. All right. Well, we will <laughs> next Wednesday. 